another glorious perfect day in southern New Mexico and I'm taking my uh, daily sometimes twice daily stroll around this neighborhood looking at the beautiful Oregon mountains right now I thought about taking my uh, phone and doing kind of a video thing but then that that's gonna throw me off the normal flow of my walk to have to stop and take, you know, video footage of various things. So I'd like to stick with the the audio format here. But yeah, so I have been definitely getting out and taking a walk every single day. There's a neighbor approaching, so you might hear my monologue punctuated by hellos or waves and whatnot. So I went with the pause instead of the wave. Um, so yeah, a lot of people are out taking a walk to uh, get out of the house and stay sane during this whole social distancing thing. I've been, uh, on, my, on the last podcast, I kept saying self-distancing instead of social distancing. I'm not sure why, but Sometimes I use quarantine also. Even though I'm not quarantined, that would imply that I had some sort of disease. But let's see, which way am I going to go? When I take my walk, I have what's called course A and course B. So I'm going with course B today because I went, I did course A yesterday. One of the reasons I chose this particular neighborhood in Las Cruces is because of this very walk. Like, my wife is a runner, and I wanted to find a neighborhood where the streets were just set up such that, you know, she could go and run and have, like, nice different routes, and there's not a whole lot of traffic, and and so it was one of the reasons why I chose this particular neighborhood of all the different houses we were looking at. That's one of the things that is really nice. Like you can walk for big long loops. There's not a lot of traffic and it's, it's pretty. You're going up and down hills and you can see the valley, the mountains, depending on where you're, where you're at. But it's a very pleasant. Now we've lived here for my god I guess about nine years coming up on nine years which is hard to believe it took me a while to get used to the scenery here in New Mexico so you had this huge big sky and there are trees in this neighborhood another reason why I liked this neighborhood because um, coming from the East Coast I was so used to all this vegetation and when you're out in the these desert areas there's not a lot of trees and the trees are small they don't really obscure your view of the sky but this particular neighborhood I guess is a little older if you look the houses are they look like uh, 
houses out of the Brady Bunch, these 70s, uh, late 60s style uh, architecture. And so I guess the, the trees have been planted a long time ago, so there's trees. And uh, my yard even has a little patch of grass, which is even more unusual and probably less environmentally conscience, conscious, conscience, um, because of the whole water scenario. But again, I don't know, it was, I think I was biased to want to have a place that had that greenery and I could look out at my green yard and just reminds me a little bit more of home, but this is becoming home. I'm getting used to this place. It doesn't have that same sense of uh, novelty that it did obviously nine years ago where every time I walk outside I ask myself where am I? How did I get here? This is so strange. When I first flew out here to come look at houses my wife was still finishing up a job in North Carolina and just the whole way the transition was going to work she got a job an academic job out here but I needed to come out and do some house hunting so that we could make the transition the way we needed to. And so I flew out here and the nearest airport's in El Paso, Texas. And when we, or I was by myself, but when the plane was coming and approaching El Paso, it was just very weird. I mean, it, it looked as if to me that I was landing on the surface of the moon and there was just nothing anywhere around so used to east coast airports or major city airports but anyway i'm getting used to this place i definitely dig it i still even though i'm taking walks every day and i've been taking these walks for almost a decade now still look up at the mountains and and just uh, you have to say wow it's damn beautiful and uh the weather here is perfect it's the beginning of april Still in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic deal, which uh, for me, I mean, I'm super duper fortunate. Like I've said before, I'm getting paid, even though I'm not really doing anything. I'm a school counselor, so even though we're going to a remote learning thing for the rest of the school year, it's really hard for me to do my job unless I get mental health referrals or families that are struggling and need to be directed to different resources which you know has been happening but the rate that happens and the amount of work I I really even can do is limited you know all I can do is stay abreast of the most current resources and stuff around and try to call the families and direct them there I mean I can't leave my house and really do anything for them uh, especially because I've got the immunocompromised system here, so I'm really being a slightly more paranoid than probably most people. But it's been it's been good. It feels like summer to me, basically. I mean, I've got two months normally before summer, and then I get into what's kind of a summer routine where my life is uh, not as balanced as it usually is. I was taking a walk last night with my wife and I was saying that something about this job that provides a lot of balance for me because 
I work with elementary school age kids and they're so starved for attention and you know you can't step out of your office you got just so many kids they all want your attention and I'm very mindful of trying to acknowledge every kid and I'm naturally an introverted person so it's uh, it's draining but it's it's sort of the selfless part of my life where when I'm at work I'm all about helping these kids and engaging with these kids connecting with them and then when I come home I tend to be super self-absorbed just playing my guitar and writing or uh, more and more lately just staring at screens but and then um, yeah so I'm I can get lost in that self-absorption easily and so when the summers come I mean I usually have some sort of structure there's shit that needs to be done typically because you finally have time to do household projects and call people in to fix things and traveling of course I always travel in the summer usually I go home to New York and visit the family um, and so it feels like summer now it's just like going to be a four month long summer and so I initially just allowed myself to sleep in, do whatever the hell I wanted, disengage. I needed more of a recharge maybe than I have in the past with the cancer diagnosis. And we just had a lot of shit going on in our, my wife and my extended families. And so it's been, uh, it's been a weird year. Just keeps getting weirder. The school year has been bizarre. We had a, a ransomware cyber attack that knocked out all technology at our school for the first half of the year, basically. And now, of course, there's this situation, which is knocking out the rest of the school year. So it's just, it's been, it feels like there's a, a glitch in the matrix or there's a surreal aspect to it. It's like, you know, this is just a simulation that some advanced civilization is running. And it's coming to the end. It just has a weird... Life has a weird feel, but I guess it tends to when there's a personal or global crisis. And I've had, you know, both kind of in the last little bit. Again, I'm not complaining. Um, I have it so good compared to most economically. I'm sure my retirement account is evaporated, but um, the fact that I'm getting paid and have everything I need assuming this actually doesn't last forever and uh, only goes, you know, another little while, I'm going to weather this storm, whereas not everybody is having, uh, you know, the same easy time of it. So, so I don't know. So anyway, I'm trying to impose a little bit of structure to stay engaged. When I get up in the mornings, so, dedicate the first part to my job, check all the emails, and if I've gotten any referrals, then contact families and find whatever ways I can to engage with the kids. Um, the remote learning starts on Monday, so as the teachers are having more contact with the students, I'm sure I'll have opportunities to sit in and hang out with them. Um, but we'll see. 
uh, sitting on like Zoom meetings is what I mean. Got distracted because my I got a low battery warning already. So this recording will probably be cut a little bit shorter than I imagined. But uh, yeah, I'm not sure why that is. I guess I thought I'd recharge this thing all the way, but this is an iPod Touch I've had for years, and the battery sucks. And this app is probably high may or high uh, usage battery usage. So we'll see when it cuts off. I can stop yapping and just enjoy the rest of my walk. But anyway, got up, did a little bit of work, and then. Uh, I did some writing for the first time in a while. I had a writing project that I was wanting to engage in, but just felt intimidated by it. And I wasn't even in a good headspace or didn't feel particularly creative or anything like that. I just started writing and then learned that lesson that I've learned a million times that you just have to start writing. Same thing with recording music. You just have to start doing it even if you don't feel like doing it even if you feel like you're not in the zone in a flow just do it the worst thing that could happen is you hone up on your skills you get it work out those creative muscles but what usually happens is something cool happens you actually do get into the flow relatively quickly and everything i've ever written that i like and that i think is good all the songs I've recorded that I enjoy were just, they just happened because I was willing to press record that day. And a lot of times I'm, I wasn't even in the mood, I wasn't inspired, but something cool happened anyway. So I have to continually learn that lesson. So when I get home, I'm gonna hit the studio, try to record something musical. And uh, maybe I'll tag that onto this little podcast update, but. I suppose that's all I have. I'm just, and I'm just waiting for the battery to die on this, uh, on this device. But uh, looks like I still have a tiny bit of juice left. Starting to breathe a little heavy. Part of my paranoia of uh, being diagnosed with chronic lymphocytic leukemia is, anytime I feel anything weird in my body, I'm like, is this a symptom? So shortness of breath because your, whatever, your platelets or red blood count or something gets out of whack because of the cancer. And then you can start to notice changes. And of course, I'm living at altitude and walking up a hill very fast. So that could just be that. Because I still feel physically fit and fine. I mean, I know that something's going to happen eventually with this disease. Um, just hoping it's not anytime soon. I feel for anyone that has to deal with anything now with the medical system being sort of overwhelmed and you don't want to get sick now. You don't want to have to be treated for something now. So anyway, feeling good, working out, running and doing a lot of that stuff more often than I have been doing now that I have the time. So later today, get in there, play some music, Maybe write some music, work out those muscles. And uh, yeah, that's uh, that's been the quote-unquote quarantine life for me. It's just like a typical summer. Except there's that little bit of fear, that concern for you know health and a concern for the community and concern for 
you know, what's going on in the world and the effects this is going to have. So strange times, but also, you know, I guess de definitely filled with more gratitude than usual. It's another thing with being diagnosed with this leukemia. I mean, I'm tending to tap in to the gratitude more often every time I have a great day like this. Uh, and I just realized that I have had and am enjoying such a, a good life. And even though I'm going to be 50 this year, I mean, that's still a pretty good life right there. So even if everything goes to shit, I've had a good run. It's probably not going to go to shit. Uh, again, I'm for someone that has come down with this leukemia thing, given that, which is not fortunate whatsoever, but I'm still fortunate that I have access to the best medical care and the best treatment when it comes time to do that. So I don't know. Life is good. Um, hopefully anyone out there listening to this, same is true. If not, and you're a friend of mine or know me, then uh, let me know. I don't know what I could do to help. Ship some toilet paper out to you or something. Um, or some money. Uh, if you don't know me and you happen to listen to this, which would be very unlikely. It's like a message in a bottle type of a thing. But you could hit me up on Twitter or... Uh, anywhere, just go to headthegong.com, you'll see all that shit. And, um, anyway, I hope everybody is doing well, and I think that's it for me right now. I'll check in with you again soon.